Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, and this is your horoscope for this week, October 16th through October 22nd, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where... I don't know you, but it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be. And that is totally up to you. Okay. Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Allison, Chelsea, Rocio, Kyle, Ultimate Terminator, London Bell, and Mandy. Thank you. Thanks for rating and reviewing, everybody. And reminder, for other listeners who haven't reviewed yet, you can, you should, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please, review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods from or tag us in a shout-out on social media that also works. And then reach out and tell me so that I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates, birth date, time, and location mm-hmm, to misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And those are my notes. Those are all my notes for today. And so on that note, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday and Tuesday. How we doing, kids? No crazy astrology today, but you may be feeling a bit wiped out after this weekend's eclipse. Ooh. It's a good old-fashioned eclipse hangover. So hydrate, damn it. Eclipses can be energetically destabilizing, so it might be a bit of a slog trying to pull it all back together and going about your business this first half of the week. Might be kind of weird. The moon is in Scorpio to kick things off this week, so the vibe might be a bit moody. But there will be a Jupiter opposition on Monday, so the vibes aren't totally bleh. And you might get caught off guard by something later in the day Monday or early Tuesday if you're in the Eastern Hemisphere when the moon opposes Uranus, but it is but a bloop, so it shouldn't be anything too crazy. Almost isn't even anything worth mentioning. And mostly we're just recalibrating during this early week. All the major astrology headlines begin on Wednesday when we might encounter just a little bit more exhaustion as the Sun and Mercury meet the South Node. Mm. Or the eclipse point of this past weekend's eclipse. So at the baseline of what we might experience, it's a bit of a low-key day when you might feel inclined to keep the extracurriculars to a minimum. Your essential activities may feel like plenty, and that's okay. I can't go out. I'm sick. Boo, you whore. I would also expect with this astro weather that there may be some eclipse-themed conversations happening because Mercury is the planet of conversation. So you might be talking about things having to do with this past weekend, something that is either coming to a close or that is just beginning because a new cycle was initiated with the eclipse, but if you haven't had an opportunity to make 
space for something new in your life, then it might be about endings or goodbyes or finishing something that you're kind of caught up in at this moment. And this Wednesday is for, you know, figuring some of that out. And whether it is exciting or terrifying to be figuring these things out, it is necessary homework that you want to get done by tomorrow. Time is my enemy right now. Because Thursday. It's Kazimi Day. A Mercury Kazimi, to be exact. And longtime listeners know this means Mercury will be entering the heart of the sun, which is a magical sort of astro weather and is weather to be opportunistic with. If there are important conversations to be had, favors to ask, projects to launch, or anything you want to see successful, timing it to coincide with the Kazemi is astrologically favored, as they say. And no pressure to come up with something if there isn't a natural plan for this period. The Kazemi will find you if it has to. It knows where you live. Where am I? Um... You're, you're behind the couch. So keep yourself open for important information to make its way to you late Thursday. It starts around 5.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so adjust accordingly. And it will last into Friday morning. So this is also a Friday. Friday. Yes. Sorry, omnipotent echo voice. I didn't mean to step on your toes. But yes, important information to be learned and or shared around the end of this week. Let's visit your Libra house themes to know what this Kazemi might be pertaining to. Aquarius, this is information, epiphanies, and opportunities having to do with your ninth house, which covers education and information. So this is just a big day for information in your life. In the media you consume, there may be something that's really hitting you hard that you're reading or watching that day, but also is a good day to put out media or to broadcast, to put out projects, to anything of that nature. If you're into those sorts of things, it could be an opportune time for that or for epiphanies about your personal philosophies or for opportunities having to do with travel. This could be a day for that too or for an interesting conversation with someone from a foreign land that is very ninth house. And this could be a very enlightening time. Uh, a Kazemi in the ninth house, enlightenment is a good word, or enlightening. Expect for there to be some information that you come into that really opens up your mind and has you thinking in a broader way that invigorates your brain and tickles it. It could be the flavor of the day. It doesn't even have to be that profound either. It could be you finally signing up for that sommelier course that you've been wanting. You know, but it's all about learning and brain power and information that intrigues you. Friday and Saturday too. All right, and as Mercury exits this Kazemi, it runs smack into a square with Pluto, which is kinda spooky, spooky shit. There are uncomfortable conversations or thoughts to have. Mama, this is garbage. Pluto can represent domineering forces. So sometimes with a transit like this, we are experiencing people in positions of power, flexing their influence in ways that are unsavory. I am making uh, baked macaroni treats with a major twist. And what's the twist? 
breast milk. <laughs> Pluto can also represent secrets. So this could also be an occasion to learn of something you wish you hadn't. Here are more facts I really wish I didn't know. And also, also Pluto represents our emotional depths. So watch out for repressed or compartmentalized traumas being triggered around this time as well. Come sa Saturday. <laughs> it is the sun's turn to square Pluto, which is more of the, the same flavor and is why I lumped these days together. It's all kind of one big Plutonian purge. Could be a period of contending with shadowy emotional forces and their energetic toll. It's casual. <laughs> We won't all be having a catastrophic time if this sounds really terrible. I mean, it has potential to be, but that's not a promise. In summary, the baseline of our collective experience for these two days will be moody and brooding. It's not a lighthearted time. End of the weekend, however. Sunday does offer us a lighter heart when Venus trines Jupiter. A benefic entanglement we crave. Mm. This transit does exact early Sunday morning, so we may feel it Saturday too, which means Saturday evening may offer a feel-good reprieve as well. So Saturday's not a wash. But generally, this is a transit of good luck, good times. It's a jubilant mood. It's celebratory. It's optimistic. It's fun. This is good weather to make or spend money to make or enjoy art, <laughs> to be with friends and loved ones, and is a convergence of life's sweetest ingredients. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. Don't forget to enjoy the enjoyable things, goddammit. Good luck, and don't fuck it up. Alrighty, everybody, thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday.